Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Good Lord above. Finally, some sunshine. Oh, it's a beautiful day here. It's a beautiful morning. And what could be better? I've just had a notification from the Royal Mail that my little parcel has arrived. I can't remember what it is, but I do love a notification. Let's go and have a look at the parcel box. <gasps> Three boxes. Um, do you know what else has just happened? So I was supposed to do a Zoom personal training session and I tried to dial in Coxie is the name of our trainer. He isn't answering. And I feel like, do you remember at school when um, PE got cancelled? That's how I feel. I don't know why I can't get hold of him, but currently I'm missing a session. And it is the best thing ever. Now let's go have a look at the post. So I've been using my bird app, by the way, a lot. Um, hello Ridley, just walking past Ridley. Turns out we've got different kinds of owls around here. One with like a short, sharp shriek. Does anyone know what that is? And then one with a sort of woo, woo, much more classic, I would say. And so what have I got in here? Let's open these boxes. What is this? Oh, the thing to hold my loo seat up, not up, thing to hit my Lucy can hit when I open it. And Minoxidil, which is for hair loss. So we've got Minoxidil tablets. They stop you losing your hair, allegedly. Mine appears to still be falling out. Um, my bald patch is growing. Uh, you know, father time, he'll come and get you. But maybe the Minoxidil and the Finasteride, two tablets that I've been taking. Don't recommend anyone takes them. You need to check with the doctor first, etc. Um, it can be, both can be quite useful. Um, I think my hair falling out has slowed a bit since I started taking it, I think. Um, now we've got a lovely episode of Homo Sapiens today. We've got Morgan Reese on the show today. Morgan is the loveliest man. So Morgan is a bisexual comedian. Let's start there. Um, and he, I found him, I think it was served to me on Instagram. Um, and he makes really very, very funny content about being bi, dating, and he sort of came out as bi during the pandemic. And 
talks a lot about the difficulties of biphobia and how he's experienced that and actually what's amazing for him is like the how the bi community have really sort of rushed to support him and saying how much they love his work and he was on tour with jade adams um been on tour with lots of other people he writes for mock the week who has written for mock the week i should say um and oh there's a massive jet flying over the house like a small thing going very fast. Government, CIA. Um, and we talk about like bi erasure and we talk about body image as well. And masculinity and body image is very interesting. And he grew up in Wales and we talk all about his, ama his amazing family. Um, and that, that actually formed quite a lot of his stand-up in, in his sort of original thing. So it's a brilliant chat with a very funny man. Go and give him a follow on Instagram if you are on Instagram and if you like following people. Um, don't forget to email us, hello at homosapienspodcast.com or on Instagram at homosapiens. Tell us what you thought of episodes, send us your agony uncles um, and follow us on Instagram at homosapiens. That's how it goes. Now, interesting things we've been sharing with you all. Herrera Images, who I follow on Instagram, who's a really interesting guy, he shared this thing around Troy Sivan released his video for Rush, his new song. And Troy Sivan, previous guest on the podcast, find it on the feed. He released this new video and it's very queer. It sort of like feels like it's a night and a day out in Berlin. And it's lots of gorgeous young things all sort of writhing over each other. I love the video, but there has been a little smattering of backlash because it says, while it's quite diverse, the bodies of all the people in the video are very, very similar, i.e. skinny and like a 90s Calvin Klein ad. And there's been backlash and there's been discussion and Troy has addressed it saying he wasn't really thinking about bodies and some people haven't been satisfied by that, some people have. But Herrera Images shared this thing about a still from Troy's video and then a still from Padam Padam, Kylie Minogue's video, and saying how, why don't we get annoyed with Kylie for not representing and do we ask too much of our queer artists? So we threw this out to you all and you were all sharing your thoughts. All very interesting. Paul said he's perpetuated, Troy, the false ideals of what a hot gay body looks like. You must remember from your teens how these narrow parameters of gay beauty affected you. It's toxic and tone deaf in my opinion, says Paul. Sam says, feels like this is not a Troy problem, but an industry problem, extra scrutiny on him. Interesting. Shotgun Indy says, as a larger guy, this is a great take. And there's a TikTok video, which we will share. Um, you're not going to see yourself represented in every piece of media you consume. If you don't like seeing things like this, move along and consume something else, which is very interesting. And I suppose part of the thing, isn't it, is that people who are not happy with Troy's videos feel that perhaps where do they go and get the something else? Because do we seem to be obsessed with only showing one kind of queer body, i.e. skinny? Um, Anthony says, I think it's right to call out the fat phobia when comparing to Sam Smith's video. Not sure the f focus is required on the Troy video though. Adam says very interesting point. Or maybe we can expect more from younger artists compared to... Oh, then this is someone else. Says maybe we can expect more from younger artists compared to legacy queens like Kylie. Or I wonder if it was partly because Troy's video is so much more erotic. Interesting. Unlikely dad, Tom Cox says, I think we need to stop feeling the need to be represented in every single piece of art, which I think is 
Very interesting. I suppose the thing with the Troy video that I wonder if why it's getting up people's noses is it definitely feels like it's intending. I don't know that it is. I haven't spoken to Troy about it. Like it's a celebration of queer life and unashamed and unabashed. And yet we are asking it. So it sort of feels like it's doing that. But then while doing that, it's also only showing one section. And I think that's why it gets up people's noses. Um, and I'm not saying there's any right or wrong here, but I'm just wondering if that's where it's coming from. Whereas the Kylie video is perhaps a classic Kylie video. It doesn't sell, it doesn't say that it's celebrating any kind of life. Um, and it doesn't, it isn't saying it's unashamedly doing one thing or another. And I wonder if that is why. Um, let me know what you think. Have a little look yourself. Let me know your thoughts. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com at homosapiens on Instagram. Now, let's go and chat with the wonderful Morgan Reese. You're going to love him. I know I did. Here we go. Morgan the Reese. <laughs> yes. Would that be correct? That's how I know you. Morgan the Reese. Which actually, I'm being genuinely honest, I sort of in my brain thought that was your surname. <laughs> the Reese. <laughs> the Reese. So yeah, I had it changed. <laughs> um, was that just an Instagram thing you couldn't find Morgan Reese? Yeah, it's an incredibly, incredibly common Welsh name, Morgan Reese. It's really, it? really, it's really common. So I had to just do something because Morgan 1002 was already taken. <laughs> so I just went, I don't think anyone has been as boldly audacious as me. So I'll just, <laughs> I'll see if Morgan the Reese is available and shock it is. Well, uh, well, the Morgan Reese would have been quite good. That would have been audacious. Yeah, but then I, I, I think I was dumb and I said Morgan <laughs> the Reese. I think I was dumb. I'm not <laughs> certain. Well, do you know what? We're probably related because I've been doing my family tree this week and uh, lots of history in Wales. Oh, really? Where are you from again? I'm from Murphy Tidville. Well, I'm from Murphy Tidville and I'm from the Rhondda Valley. Yeah, okay. I'm proper Romeo and Juliet in it, really. My mum's from Merthyr, my dad's uh, from Romva. And why is that Romeo and Juliet? Just two separate families should never right. be together. And it turns although... out they're second cousins, so they are the same family. <laughs> well, I was going to say, although if you're if you're going to have a child with someone, it's always best you're not from the same family, right? Which actually, uh, <laughs> I, I, my first cousins married each other. I talk, I talk about it in my old show, but yeah, it's absolutely tr true that. It's the, it's the one so thing people come up to me. Going, is that true about your cousins? I said, absolutely. I have not written the joke. Let's <laughs> just, just report back in. And how how did they meet? I think at Nan's house. Eyes <laughs> 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 locked over the play door. Uh, you know. <laughs> yes. So it yeah, wasn't gross, it? It wasn't like they found out. They just no, no, no. It wasn't. No, it wasn't a horrific episode of Who, <laughs> who Do You Think You Are. <laughs> it was. Uh, they knew exactly what they were doing, and the wedding was small. <laughs> really? Are they still together? They are still together. Yeah. But here's the problem: they had to get married in a registry office, not because the church wouldn't allow them, but because obviously you can't have two sides of the aisle. So... Oh. <laughs> Oh my God. So they had to be in a registry office. <laughs> what do we actually think about this? Like, is it 
What do you think about it? I they they're not breaking the law. Is it icky? Is it immoral? No, and it's it's it. Well, you know what do I think about it? It's probably the same way I think about. Oh, I've never thought about this. Is it the same way I imagine? Oh, I would like people to think about who I love. Okay, right. it's none of my none of your fucking business. Yes, yes. So I guess they're they're not doing anything wrong in the letter of the law. <laughs> Or immorally, it is a bit peculiar. You know, like all your childhood stories are the same, your nan's the same. <laughs> it's one of the last things you can take the piss out of people for, or not say so you can. That see, people seem to think it's fair game. Um, yeah, you wrote you wrote a comedy show about it, um, yeah. <laughs> and and then you're like, oh well, you know, they love each other, and it is there are parallels with what we experience on a day-to-day basis or you more so as a bi man because yes bi erasure is a real thing right yeah totally 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 it's it's really frustrating because you you came out in lockdown right yeah sort of came out to everybody yeah it was sort of that classic case of well actually came out to my parents first that was a bit tricky and actually probably set me back annoyingly and then came out to a friend's while I was 10 pints deep slowly for a couple of years <laughs> and then <laughs> lockdown happened and I just went oh the world's on fire my little queerness doesn't mean anything in the scale of things does it yes yes and um, what was holding you back internalized homophobia massively right. <laughs> and now I can't even tap into that I really? can't tap into those fears because I mean like, it, it was it was worst case scenario worst case scenario everyone finds out you're not straight yeah, and now I go. I try, I know. It, it's, <laughs> I would love to write about it, but I honestly think I've told talk about bi erasure. I think I've straight erased. I really? can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> what were you scared about? I have a. I have a memory of my mum, and I think it's mum being protective, and I think it's now she regrets it. Mm. But I, I do remember my mum saying when I was younger, "Whatever you do, don't be gay." Oh. But I know, but and it was really tough because I, I was like, well, I don't think I'm particularly straight. But I think what happened was we had other queer people in my family that were they had a very very difficult. And my mum just didn't want that for me. Right, right, yes. But it just, but that's now I'm older. I can see that's through the lens of a parent. Yes. Whereas I thought, God, my mates gay people, <laughs> but but I I see that now, and she's just one sentence without thinking really. Fucks me. me up. Well, yeah. you know, they're going to do it somehow. Uh, yeah, so... and I, 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 I hold no grudge over her at all. Have you ever spoken to her about that? Yeah. Again, five gins deep. Yeah. You got to do something at Christmas. <laughs> Mum, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got want... presents, but I do have baggage. <laughs> <laughs> and was she receptive? Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. But again, that's a post-lockdown thing. We've become very, very communicative mm-hmm. since lockdown. We lost, we, we lost loads of people. And oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, that's all right. It's, uh, but it's just like, we have to talk everything through because they lost people that they never spoke things through. <sighs> so, so they're just like, right, we have to find out. You need to tell me now. I'm, <laughs> no, no, one, no one here has gone to the grave with baggage, essentially. <laughs> Okay, I'm coming to Christmas at your house next year. This is great. What else have you covered other than your bias? With me or with other people? Let's start with you. <laughs> with me, 
what I've discovered is that I, I thought I was confident as a kid. I was really mm -hmm. confident. I was big, I was broad. I was a rugby boy, you know, and um, I hate the word uh, straight acting, but you know, I was straight passing. So I never particularly had mm -hmm. any people throwing, like I, like, I now feel so bad for all the kids that were quite camp at school that were, were denying it. Mm. You just go, God, you had it tough. And I was part of the problem. So I, again, a lot of guilt attached to that. Yeah. I think the biggest thing since doing, coming out, approaching therapy doing therapy loving therapy is that um i didn't realize how scared i was as a kid right and now g going oh, i don't have that mm. it's so it's so weird going, oh that's that's the feeling i had i didn't realize i was totally emotionally inarticulate mm -hmm. so now i do loads of um like, now i'm I, my bag is so heavy everyone goes morgan your bag's so heavy we're hunching that's because i have about three journals on me at any one time <laughs> uh so i think that's the one thing as a kid now now i look i had a very happy childhood mm. but i just there was an undercurrent of you're petrified all the time of being found out that you were queer being found out mm. you did i didn't like who i was hated who i was mm -hmm. mm. and was that all linked to your queerness or yes that... i right. think so yeah, I mean, I can totally relate. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Did you find once you came out, you got camper? No, not particularly. I think how no. I dressed was a little bit different. Like on stage. I've seen uh, the outfits, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally got one tonight. I've got this. Which you look amazing in, by the way. But um, Oh, thank you. You really do. But it's not, you know, it's certainly not a government secret that you might be queer in that, in those looks. <laughs> no, I don't. Th I think my leather skirt gives a couple of things away. Yes, one or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I always find that people get camper when they come out, which I love because it's them being themselves you know, for clarity. Yeah, but I think I did the thing of, I came out and I didn't get camper, but I did sort of just, I just went full, like, dressing as everything, makeup, just that, the other. And I just sort of found my equilibrium, actually, what I yeah. felt comfortable with. And mm. and it is just, I think now I pour all my queerness into, going when, I, when I'm on a night out and when I'm on stage. Mm. And even day to day, I, I really like it as well. But I think I go, oh, I can, 
really pour every bit of effort into this. I, I, I yeah. can give him a show. I love your comedy. It's just like, <laughs> and you're this thing. It's really interesting to me. There's something about your comedy that I I love and is really connecting with people because when I watch your clips, I'm always like, how is that going down in certain places across the country? Because you're so honest about like anal sex and you know not that anyone should hide their whatever under a bushel but at some at some point like people just don't know about all the stuff that we you and i know about you know what i mean like we're just yeah. we're well versed in queerness because we're queer but how does how do your jokes about topping and all of that like how do you get them across in a room where you don't know who's going to be in the audience sometimes well i started comedy in the closet i was heavy quotation marks straight when i did <laughs> comedy and but I'm so much better now I think you're gonna get that with doing it for longer and now I'm mm. more authentically myself but mm. I started off in Welsh clubs pubs rooms above pubs with men's clubs in Wales you know mm. and I think how do I get that across it's I think it's given people more credit than I think sometimes we give them I think oh. a lot of times it is just communicate the idea better give an analogy the analogies were brilliant. So, e.g., I'm talking about uh, open relationships at the moment. Yeah. And uh, same it's quite rife, you know, in, rife, probably the wrong way, but common in. Uh, <laughs> it's spread it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it's quite, you know, it's, it's, it's not uncommon, probably the best phrase, in queer relationships and communities. But to, to explain to straight people, you just go, well, an open relationship is like that relationship you want. <laughs> uh, and instantly you've got okay cool we're on the same page we get we get all the rules and the parameters and all the context and it's just finding stuff like that it's, yes. it's i think people are actually fine with hearing experiences and ideas that are outside of their own don't get me wrong there are, are some thickos out there that don't and that i think that's actually everybody if people can't laugh at an experience outside of their own i think it's a key sign you're thick <laughs> And also that that you don't want to <laughs> learn about experiences outside of your own. You I, that, yes, that's paramount. Yes, <clears throat> I think that you hit the nail on the head there. I always think like the biggest crime in life, and I think I mean this, aside from, you know, a few things, is, but it is r fundamentally wrong to think that everyone else is like you. That's where the... Yeah friction comes from because a lot of people who have strange views their defense is sort of like well you just think i'm dot 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 you know like i was watching the louis through documentary last night about the america first people mm -hmm. um and you know who are right-wing neo-nazis and yeah you know their sort of defense and they're extreme which in some ways is easier to categorize but their defense is well you're just a stupid liberal journalist who's stuck up and it's like <laughs> well you know <laughs> You know, he was like, "Yeah, but you do do the Nazi salute at people." <laughs> like, yeah. So, but you're yeah, not read a book. And I think, I suppose, it's like that. That is what you'll come. Well, hopefully, doesn't sound like you are coming up against in your audiences. But I'm just fascinated by how, when you're doing gigs where it's not a ticketed event for you, how you navigate yeah. that. But you um, just, just unashamedly, unapologetically, just this is who I am. Yes. You can get this. That's, yeah, I, I, I say that quite a lot. Do you mean stage. this or like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it depends what gig and what time what I've had. <laughs> but, but a lot of times I do say you can get this. Yeah. If I can get you, you can get this. I, I like the word raunchy. I quite like the word raunchy to describe a comedy. <laughs>
It is raunchy, I suppose. <laughs> and I suppose the joke is, on the whole, not that it should be, see yeah. Hannah Gadsby's uh, Nanette for more, but the joke is sort of on you, isn't it? Yeah, I'm the, I'm the pardon the, uh, pardon the pun, but I'm the butt of the joke a lot. But yes. uh, again, Nanette makes a massively valid point when it comes to being tired of nothing against that at all. I love Nanette. Mm. But I wouldn't make jokes about anything I hadn't already worked through. I'm not about <laughs> I'm not about therapy be, uh, comedy being therapy. Therapy is therapy, medicine is medicine. <laughs> That's interesting. I think there's different because I work in safeguarding. I totally appreciate Gallo's humor, but there's mm-hmm. the big misunderstanding that a lot of edgy comics or loads of people make is when they try and make an off-color joke, they'll always go, Oh, it's just Gallo's humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Punching up, not down, right? Absolutely. What is safeguarding? So safeguarding <laughs> is uh, working with a lot of vulnerable people. And uh, so AK um, trigger warning, obviously, it's sort of heavy terminology being used now. So uh, domestic violence, uh, domestic abuse, child abuse, adult abuse, homeless and drug related uh, abuse and deaths. So I help with regards to that during the day. With, with wow. Warden. Yes, I find it really, really rewarding. That's so amazing. I, I, could, I could be a full-time comic and writer. You know, I get enough work, I do this, the other. But eight or four every day, I can say, tick, done, I helped. And uh, That's amazing. That's what, that's what keeps me going. I love comedy, but I, I used to do jobs that made rich people richer, and I got tired of it. Mm. Every day was about money and... I appreciate that's how the world works. That's how the you know the clock, the cogs turn, but it just made me gristle. It didn't. Yeah, I wanted to help, and wow. uh, that's what I do every day. That's what that's why I'm in, that's why I'm here today. I'm in. Oh wow! I'm so in, I'm taking up beautiful time that could be used to help. <laughs> don't know. Don't worry about it. Don't you do the maths? Whatever We've you still, do, we still got tickets to sell for Morgan's tour. Come on. Um, <laughs> You know, so that's eight till four every day. That's incredible. Yeah. I come in early to write. And then if I don't have a gig, I stay here until about 10 p.m. to write. And it depended on what I'm working on, whether it's something scripted or whether it's stand up. This is my little haven. Couldn't well, you could put something on the walls, Morgan? For God's sake, there's no, there's not. Oh, this is the in there. Oh, right. It's gonna say you're there. You're there from six a.m. till ten p.m. For God's sake, are you sure you're not straight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, to look at my bedroom. I have some really straight things about me. I have no idea of the amount of interior designers I've dated. My my bedroom looks like something Dexter would <laughs> use to clean up. <laughs> Um, what is it? Walk me through it a bit more. My bedroom? Yeah. Well, I live in a annex, a shed in the back garden of a house in North London. Lovely. And so, well, it's, well, Shooty's old room. Shooty Gatwa. So yes. I, oh, yeah. But I live in his old room. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he moved out because he got Doctor Who. and I As you do. Yeah. So <laughs> I think there might have been someone before me as well. But, yeah, so we've all known each other for years ago. I oh, wow. Of, they own a salon, his family here in North London, and then they're always about supporting artists. And I said, wow. I think I want to move to London. They just will have the shed. And so now I live in the shed in North London. That's amazing. <laughs> so I remember when I moved in, I couldn't, I moved all the furniture. It was too much furniture. I went, I'll move this bed. And this bed, it was, it was like trying to get, you know, the sword out of the stone. I just couldn't <laughs> move it. I go, what's going on here? And I opened it up. 
and I, I think I can say this, Shooty had just le- left all the designer stuff that he didn't want underneath. And I just went, <laughs> this is brilliant if I could fit into a thing. <laughs> so, but okay, I, I stripped it all out and it is literally just your, your, your wood panel flooring, white walls, none of the furniture match. The, the light hasn't got a shade at this point. <laughs> Morgan, stop it. I'm going to get you a bloody lampshade. <laughs> but I only go in there to sleep. So I, Good I'm like, God. I'm... Are you sure you're bisexual for crying out loud? Oh, I'm bisexual. <laughs> I, have, I have empirical evidence. <laughs> Video I've me- evidence. Yeah, I've got medication to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of part one. Let's go listen to part two on the feed. Go find it. Please do. Thank you. Love you. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Powered by Spirit Studios.